Hello, welcome to the April Kirkwood Show, a show devoted to your soulful self. Welcome, souls, to a place where you are honored and acknowledged for all the courage that you have brought with you into the body that you're using. We are all at different parts of our growth and there is nobody further along or lesser along than any of us. We are all equal, we are all loved, and we are are all adored, all on the journey of finding what we are here to do, how we are here to do it, and acknowledging those people along the way that have predestined themselves with your soulful self to come and help on your journey. This is a time for you to clear your field of all that physical negativity, all that toxic stuff, so that you can do the most important work of your life, which is, I must say, your life's purpose. You are here to accomplish what your soul and you have decided to do in this incarnation. I am your host, April, and I'm happy to be here. You know, I have a lot of education, a couple masters and years of experience in both the private and public sectors of mental health, but I always felt that there was something more to each person, each child, each client, each family, adolescent, that just could not be explained in the DSM-5 that could not be explained by some doctrines. For we are so universal, so eternal, so beautiful, so filled with light, that teaching or guiding someone to believe in anything less than that does not do you or anyone else justice. Before we get started, if you would like to talk to me, you can always email me aprilofcourse at gmail.com. Check out my website, aprilkirkwood.com. Of course, like the rest of the universe, I am on Instagram and Twitter. Find me as April of Course. There I give you daily inspiration and some personal comments about myself and my life with all of its ups and downs. For truly, we are all learning, and there is no judgment on any side of the road, from me at least. Um, We also have a monthly newsletter, aprilkirkwood.com. And at this time, let the music fill you to relax, to create a space, pushing out all imprints, negativities, blocks, filling it with love, allowing yourself to relax, and let's consciously welcome more of your soul in right now. Breathing slowly in through your nose, letting it out, visualizing healing white light, and letting love out as you exhale through your mouth. Focus all of your attention on your breath. Feel the fresh air going in, and how wonderful it feels. Let us set our intention to be open to the messages that your soul wants you to know. 
Today, we are covering my favorite topic. We're gonna to be doing this for quite a few of the next weeks because I'm going through some stuff myself, and of course, it's romance. That's right. And you know why, if we're studying souls and we're thinking about all this religious stuff and kneeling and praying and chanting and the bells and the mountaintops and the nature, are we going to study romance? Well, I believe that there are no mistakes in the universe and no place is the soul more involved than in the passions of our romantic relationships. We've watched the movies and we've experienced it ourselves. If you have ever met somebody and felt like you have known them forever or you were instantaneously very, very comfortable, like, wow, it seems like I've known you my whole life. You, my friend, have experienced a soulful relationship. Today, we are going to talk about those people who are your soulmates. Now, there is a misunderstanding here because the truth is there is love at first sight. The truth is that you can have more than one soulmate. What is a soulmate? A soulmate is simply someone that your soul recognizes or resonates with. These souls incarnated in bodies have been predetermined by you and them before you were born to play important roles in your emotional, personal, and spiritual growth. Remember, we are all here to do one thing, learn to love more, raise our energies more, become closer to the light. And no place does that happen better than when talking about love. several kinds of soulmates. Not all of them look like the, the movie Notebook. Not all of them are romantic, but let's face it, those are the ones that really get to us and bring us to our knees. Now the first kind of soulmate is a friend soulmate. Sometimes we find those early on, but you can also find friend soulmates throughout your whole life. Um, I know people that didn't know how to be friends. And then as they grew and got better um, interpersonal skills or became more healed and had higher self-esteem. These are the kind of people that, you know, you don't have to see them all the time. And you pick up right where you left off. Say you didn't see them for two years and then there they are. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You also usually share similar taste in your style, interest and laugh maybe when you see each other that you both, both like the same kind of shoes or pick the same car. Friends soulmates usually have been with you many, many lifetimes, probably as part of your family, maybe a brother, a sister, a cousin. Please, when you see a friend soulmate, be a good friend, friendship, goes both ways 
You have to invest energy for you are energy. And what you give out is what you get back. The next soulmate is called a teacher soulmate. Now, like sometimes people show up when you're really going through a rough time, you're transitioning, struggling, and that's when you feel a pull. Um, that happened to me with a professor. And at first you may wonder if this is going to be a romantic relationship, but then you realize that this person is either going through similar trials or has come through something similar that they are going to help you. Another word for these kind of soulmates are mirror soulmates. They reflect back to you what you need to see yourself. I'm not saying you might not have a romantic relationship with them, but they do not have to be romantic in nature. Now, these relationships, the ones that teach you lessons, you know, teaching and learning is never easy. We stumble, we make mistakes. We don't always get an A plus in every quiz, every test, every writing assignment, every mathematical problem, but we don't give up. And there is a mentor there, someone that we respect that guides us. These can involve painful times. The sad part is if you're not ready to face this growth pattern at this moment in your incarnation, they will go by and they will wait. Remember in God's world, there is no time or space and you have all the time in the world to learn, to grow, to evolve, to raise your consciousness, to become more mindful, become more awake. There is, if, if you fail something, it's not like, it's done and you never will happen again. That teacher soulmate may retract, move on, and either come back or another teacher with the same similar lesson will be presented again. You know what they say, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So if you have messed up and you said, you know, that person was trying to teach me that, don't worry, <laughs> you're not getting out of that this easy, yeah. There's more coming around the mountain when she comes. Now, usually teacher soulmate relationships are not permanent. Um, once the lessons are learned for each of them, now remember, everyone is both the teacher and the student. Usually the connection fades and sometimes you never see the person again but it doesn't mean that that relationship was not very, very important and meaningful. And maybe in an, another field, an ethereal field, that those relationships are always going. I don't really believe that relationships ever end. I just think they change forms. The next kind of soulmate they call the past life soulmate. Now, these kind of overlap sometimes because you could be a friend soulmate that was a past life soulmate. You could be a teacher soulmate that was a past life soulmate. But I wanna talk about it because if you happen to believe in soulmates like I do and past life than I do, then we meet each other over and over again and we travel in tribes, groups of souls that have different types of personalities and strengths and weaknesses that are there to take on different roles 
to help one another. Now, when you meet a past life soulmate, you instantly sense a familiarity. You know, and it could be like, God, why do I feel this way? This is so strange. Lord, what is happening? Am I making this up? No, you are not making this up. I mean, this can even happen with complete strangers. You know, you glance into somebody's eyes and you just know. These are the souls recognizing one another from past reincarnations. As I said, these overlap quite often. What I like to think when I meet a soulmate, no matter what form they are, what they're here to do to help me or vice versa, that it's a confirmation that yes, I am a soul and that I am on the path. That person had to do a lot to make all of this stuff happen so that we meet at this time, on this journey, at this moment, with these circumstances, so the situation can be brought up, cleaned up, healed up, and let go. Isn't that beautiful? Oh my God. And now we get to the favorite one of mine and yours and the most passionate one, the one that will knock us on our asses. Oops. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm, I, I love this. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out all fear. I'm talking about the lover soulmate, the most passionate type of relationships we ever experience when the chemistry is so magnetizing and so strong. Your body goes weak. You get weak in the knees. Your tummy has butterflies. You can't think of anything else. And you wonder why you feel this way. It's something that's undeniable. You have to admit it. And even other people see it. Like they go, wow, there's a lot of sexual tension between you two. Whoa, whoa. You know, you can feel that. And other people can if they are awake and aware and connected with you themselves. This physical attraction is brought in by signs. Some people will smell a cologne, will hear a song, will touch your hand and they will just know. The sad part about love relationships, as well as you know, is they can be damn tumultuous. I mean, if one of you are not on the same frequency, energy, vibration, this is not going to go well. I mean, sometimes the maturity and the intellect doesn't match up and therefore the relationship does not last, but it doesn't make it any less meaningful, purposeful, or true. Sometimes one of the people involved is already in a relationship and these connections can and often do lead to affairs if no restraint is exercised. Sometimes cheating and the reasons why you should never cheat is part of the lesson. Sad to say, but there are lessons everywhere, even in heartbreak. I guess the real purpose of romantic soulmates, lovers, is sometimes in each of our lives, we need a renewed sense of purpose, excitement, breaking us out of the mundane, humdrum daily world and waking us up 
getting us unstuck. Lover soulmates also have the capacity, which I need quite often, can release any blocks that you may have in your sacral chakra and creativity. Sometimes you need help. Yep. It's like when your hands touch mine, I feel this electrical surge coursing through my entire body and no one can make me feel as alive as you do. That is the thought of a lover's soulmate. And last but not least is the one I'm studying now and we are going to be talking about it in the next podcast because there's too much to say. And it's called the Twin Flame Soulmate. So much has been written and romanticized about Twin Flame Souls that I decided to take it on. As far as the origin goes, it came from Greek terminology, Plato's work, the Symposium, which reads, according to Greek mythology, humans were originally created with four arms, four legs, and a head with two faces. Fearing their power, Zeus split them into two separate parts, condemning them to spend their lives in search of their other halves. Yep, your twin flame has all the characteristics of you. They could be your friend, teacher, lover, and you feel a past life connection with them. But this, ladies and gentlemen, is the ultimate connection on the deepest possible level that you could ever have with someone. Now, not everybody gets their twin flame incarnated at the same time. My twin flame happens to be 37 years older than me, probably because we were not meant to be together. As I said, this is such an interesting topic, twin flames, and why so many of us die feeling that we never met true love. In fact, only 1% of the population believes that they are with their true love and or have experienced true love, and a small percentage of that did not realize it until their true love had gone and they had lost them on some level. Now, some examples that I think could be twin flames, maybe could be John Lennon and Yoko Ono, um, Johnny Cash and June Carter Cash, Jackie Kennedy and JFK, Cleopatra, Julius Caesar, me and my beloved. (laughs) Um, I want to point out though that Your twin flame does not have to be the opposite sex of you, but one member will have a lot more male energy than the other will have more divine feminine attributes. The beautiful part of the twin flame is that your intuitive gifts are unlocked in each other and magnified in their intensity when you two first meet. The field that you create together is magnetic, intense. So much that often others are in awe of what's going on. They don't understand it. It may look wrong on many levels, but nothing could be more right. In retrospect, knowing the type of soulmate relationship you have with your connections can help you understand the way to communicate with them, what to expect from them, I mean, let's face it, 
Humans don't come with directions. We are very complex, very intricate. And when we feel like someone gets us and we've known we found a special kind of thing, in my mind at least, I hope that I can cultivate it and honor it. And if not, I will love it from afar and let it go. In my other podcast, we're going to talk about divine love and what that looks like. I don't think most of us have divine love. I think we have domesticated love, where we are stuck in houses together and miserable as hell. At this time, I'd like you to close your eyes, breathing in and out. And in your mind's eye, behind your eyes, I want you to think of somebody that has come into your world that is a soulmate of some sort. And I want you to bless them. Tell them how much you love them. Tell them how much you appreciate them and how grateful you are. Thank them for opening the doors, for diving into your destiny and synchronizing themselves with you. Free them to be the best they can. Free them in love. Let them go if they have to and let them stay if they choose. But either way, your love will remain steady and eternal. And so it is. As it is above, so shall it be below. Amen. Next week, we will be talking about the twin flame. And the week after that, we are talking about divine love, what it is, and how to attract it in your space. For truly, love is what we are here to do and be and feel and sense. Until we meet again, I love you, I praise you, I appreciate you. You, my friend, are God's child with a soul in a body, having an experience meant just for you. Let us wake up now in awareness as the light pulsates down from our highest chakra, down, down, down through to the bottom of our feet, grounding us into the pink glowing light of the earth's center so that we remember who we are and what we are here to do. See you again. God bless.